Hello everyone, my name is Greg Garcia and I am joined by my co-hosts Rick O'Neill, Leonidas Lopez and Sebastian Demoncucu And today we have a special topic that Rick O'Neill will no, introduce for us No, no <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give this up to Leonidas Let's uh, uh, <laughs> Also, welcome back to Confirmation Bias Shut up, man <laughs> Take that corny shit No, <laughs> No, but um so the topic for today is going to be, uh, when is it okay to break rules, right? Because, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but for the longest, like, when I was growing up, um, they would put rules in the house and then you're not supposed to break them, but you would break them anyway because you thought it was right, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wanted to, I don't want to give my opinion yet because I want to listen to you guys, what you guys are going to say, but, uh, when do you guys think it's, it's, it's okay to break rules, right, the rules? Because, like, society will tell you... Don't break these rules, don't break those rules, don't break those rules. Even if, like, well, we know that the best societies are built up upon, like, rules that were broken, right? Like, if you take uh, Australia, if you take um, the United States, what, what's another great country that broke rules? I think everyone. Every single one. Yeah, pretty like, much every country. They broke, bro- they, like, they branched off because they wanted to break rules. Oh, yeah. Haiti. Okay. No, but like that's I not don't the think same they branched thing. Off well, for the same reason. Well, they did. They did. Okay. They did, they yeah, did, they did, they did break rules, and they did for some time. They did prosper. You can't. You can't say they didn't. Mm-hmm. Well. Um. But I mean, you can say. You can also say. You can also say France. Well, both. Well, uh, there, there, there's also France. There, there has to be that balance, right? The yeah. balance between breaking Definitely. rules and then following the rules that are made. But I think Haiti took it to a whole another level. Keep on breaking rules. But that's right? yeah, that's one example of how it can go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you keep on breaking the rules that you're setting, then it's just a disaster. But like you, there's there are some rules here and there that you, you kind of have to break in order to make a good country, right? Because countries evolve over time, and the rules that applied once they don't apply now. So like, when do you guys think it's okay? I'd say, I mean, this kind of goes. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> How is Why that? are you here? Guys, we are inclusive. We have one gay person <laughs> in this podcast. Inclusivity for the win. Um, yes, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'd say, um, this kind of goes without saying, but I'd say, obviously, it's acceptable to break the rules when they impede on the rights, uh, the basic human rights of people, mm. um, when they are used to oppress people. Like, we can take the example of the United States with, you know, the Civil War and, you know... I thought you said the United States. The United States. I'm like, where is that? Um, wow. It doesn't that exist yet. Amazing. I'm like, why? Where, where is that and how can I avoid it? <laughs> but yeah, what are you and, talking about? You're the lead general. <laughs> then maybe I'll stick around. No, but then you also have um, the United States in, the, in their rebellion against um, Great Britain. And yeah. even other stories of multiple countries that rebel against their oppressors and so in that grand scheme I think those are some obvious indications of when it's okay to break the rules. I'd say like on a personal level like in the house is at least in my household um, growing up kids you know you just listen to your parents and you're never okay you you do you you do it exactly what they tell you no questions asked Mm -hmm. if you know even if they're wrong they're right so I think <clears throat> that mentality isn't always the greatest and as I've grown and as I've evolved I've been able to you know remind I, I guess correct is the best word I can think of for now but like when my parents are saying something and they may be incorrect I'm like hey maybe this is a better idea 
So I think that in those time, in those times it's okay to not necessarily break the rules, but at least challenge the rules and be like, hey, but what if we do things this way? Because there are some ways you can break the rules and still be relatively mm-hmm. peaceful. Mm-hmm. But if there's sometimes where you gotta put your foot down and it's like, hey, this is what needs to be done, I think it's acceptable in that. When it's when it brings back, when it brings forth a net positive, I think that's when it's acceptable to break the rules. Okay. Mm. I think when it comes to breaking the rules, there's there's two questions you have to look at. And I think that's the who and the why. Mm. So the first one is who. Who who made these rules? Who's enforcing these rules? Mm-hmm. And you have, and then you have to look at why. So when looking at who, you know, look at, you know, who established these rules? You know, do they have my best interests at heart? Are they someone that's looking out for me? Are they a people that's trying to keep order? You know, who who did it and what's the reason for it? And then you got to look at the why. You know, why why do I need to follow this? If I don't follow it, will the world fall out of order? Will our country not work? You know, will will I turn out like a degenerate? Like, what's what's the why? And I feel like that's a big re- I feel like that's a big thing that's lacking in um in parents today, or <clears throat> maybe not today as much, but parents like growing yeah growing like, up growing up is that it's it's like you were saying. You know, a lot of parents will be like, it's this way because I said so. Yeah, and it's it's good, but I feel like, and sometimes they do have your best interests at heart. In that sense, it'd be like you know, that's the who who is it? It's your parents. You know, I gotta respect them because you know I believe that they do love me and that they do have my best interests at heart. But then you also have to look at the why. You know, why do I need to follow these rules? Why? You know, what's the reason? I think a good parent will sit down with their child and say, hey, you know, we follow these rules because of this, this, and this. I think the the parents that don't, well, then you just, then you have children that at one point or another will end up breaking those rules. Mm-hmm. The Like, maybe, because maybe the kid. No, yeah, 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 for sure, because there's no backbone behind that. Yeah. Right? And yeah. maybe the kids that you did explain it to, maybe they'll end up breaking the rules, but, you know, they'll, they'll eventually come around and be like, okay. Yeah. You know, this wasn't the way. But the kids that you never explain it to, well, they they have no reason to follow the rules. Yeah, because it's kind of like they're saying, oh, don't go over that wall. And they're telling you for years, don't go over the wall. And they don't Why? tell What's you. What's over there? And mm-hmm. they just be like, exactly. oh, it's just because I said so. It's because, you know, when re- maybe, let's say in reality, there's like, there's actual danger out there. But for the sake of whatever, they just don't tell you what's back there. It's like, oh, just because, you know, I said so, don't go over the wall. Eventually, that curiosity is going to peak and someone's going to go <clears> over that wall. Mm-hmm. And I like I know some people I know some people that you know they grew up like that they grew up with the parents that were that were like you know don't do this because I said so don't do this because I said so and you know they're good kids they're good kids and they you know they they follow their parents orders they respect them but it's like once they got older they came to the realization like why the heck am I following why the heck am I following all these rules and then they start arguing with their parents and then you know that's how you that's how you create those those, those relationships that like yeah, they, they don't break. end up talking for yeah. years after. Yeah, I mean, for me, when I think of uh, when is it okay to follow rules, the first thing I think of is break. Uh, no. When is it okay to break? Rules? Yeah. When is it okay to break the rules? Uh, the first thing, the first thing I think of is um, like just the general alignment of a person, right? Where there's like uh, chaotic good or lawful good, things <laughs> like that. Where are you more inclined to follow laws or break laws, things like that? And normally, nine times out of ten, when I look at the uh, things like that, I fall into the chaotic good, where I believe in the good of human being, and I believe in doing the right thing, but a lot of times, doing the right thing isn't necessarily in line with what the law... So, think of, like, Robin Hood, right? Where the corrupt the corrupt uh, rich people are basically siphoning money from the poor, and Robin Hood is, trying, is breaking in and stealing things from the rich to get to the poor, so they can kind of balance the scales where technically he is stealing and stealing is wrong legally but 
at the end of the day, he's doing something that can be deemed as right within his own moral standards, right? And how that, but the tricky thing is, is how that moral standard starts is through rules, right? So you kind of need rules to be able to break rules at the end of the day. And what that means is that to be able to get the kind of knowledge it takes to be able to decipher what rules to break what rules to follow you would need to be able to uh see why you should follow rules so like uh like greg was saying that there's rules that you have to follow and it's good to know the why to the rules you know so like like the example earlier don't go over this fence you idiots we're trying to be quiet i'm like over here like Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, were these chips too loud? The chips weren't too loud. You were. <laughs> but they, it's always like, don't go over this fence because X, Y, or Z, and I want to protect you from X, Y, or Z. And so it stops becoming, don't go over the fence, and it starts becoming, protect yourself from the threat over the fence. Mm-hmm. And so the protection of yourself from the threat over the fence doesn't necessarily mean you have to be on the other side of the fence. You could find alternative ways to protect you. But the main way that the governing force in your life, whether that's the parents or the government or police or whoever, is saying don't go over this fence is to protect you. So if you are in protection, then you are following the rules, generally speaking. However, maybe they don't need to be followed directly to a T, right? I was watching a, a TV show not too long ago, maybe like a few months ago. And this person wanted to go to this like convention, right? And their parents were like, no, you can't go because we don't understand and we don't care to understand. I don't care, right? And this person is like, you know, my parents don't understand how important this convention is to me and to my growth as a human being. So they don't believe that it's a good idea. And eventually the person did sneak out of the house and go to the convention and it changed their life for the positive drastically. And so it's just things like that that uh, help kind of guide yourself. What do you mean it changed her life drastically? Like, Oh, she became a superhero. Oh, oh, question, question, question. Yeah, what's up? What's the name of this show? Oh, it's Miss Marvel <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. And who's the main actress? Oh, it's actually Amon Vellani, you know. <laughs> the so, minute you said that, I was like, ah, oh, shit. I'm, I'm telling you, bro, I'm getting better at my segues, you know. Hey, that just makes perfect and all that. We did it too early, early though, yeah. <laughs> I know, that's why you wouldn't under, you wouldn't, because I've been doing it a lot later in the episodes, the previous episodes that we've recorded. And so you guys have started to catch on, okay, when it's around time to close, he's going to drop something on a model and you have to start switching it up, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that show does kind of show you the difference between following the rules and not following the rules, and when is it okay, when is it not okay, and that kind of thing. To where, if you truly believe something is good and you and the person who was telling you it is not cannot give you evidence that it is not especially for a younger person then it means nothing <laughs> yeah then try if you truly believe so and you're arguing with them and they're arguing back but they're not actually arguing they're just telling you don't do it because i said so then it's okay to push a little bit give a little bit of give a little bit of for what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> there's a big ass hole in his sock <laughs> He's trying to not, not let me see it, <laughs> but I already saw it. So he's just doing this wiggle thing. Yeah, you see him wiggling his leg over there, and he's going faster. He's like, I'm not gonna see the big ass hole in his sock. 
<laughs> it's because I have a hole in my sock, so it goes over the toe like this sometimes. Yeah. And then it it bothers my toe. What the? <laughs> so I have just to like take off the sock. <laughs> no. This is just <laughs> like this is going barefoot. Foot. This no. is going barefoot. I'm gonna get blisters in my shoes. I have a bare. I have a, a spare what? sock if you okay. want. Okay. Hmm? Do you want a spare sock? No, I'm fine. <laughs> but oh, yeah. is, that sock is not done yet. Yeah. But as I'm saying. Uh, oftentimes, the rules that are set are might not need to be followed to a T. Reason behind the rules that need to be followed more precisely, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the that's the base that's the general consensus that I come to for when it is okay to break the rules. It's when the consensus of the rules don't lie directly in what it's saying. I think there's two questions you have to ask yourself when you're asked you're you're um you're gonna break a rule. You're gonna ha you have to ask yourself, who are you and who do you want to be? Because if you ask yourself, who are you? And a lot of the time, because a lot of times we get lost, right? We don't know who we are or we, we like, sometimes we forget who we are, right? Because mm -hmm. things get stressful or um, things like that. We have to ask ourselves, like, who, who do we want to be and who, who do we want to be and who are we, right? Who, who do you, who do you, the better question is, like, who do we want to emulate, mm -hmm. right? Because a lot of the time, it will scrape out all the garbage, right? Because if 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 you're if you're like, okay, I want to be like this, and then in order to get there, you you have to, or if let's say you want to be a good person, whatever, then and you're like, okay, I have to, I have to get through this, or sometimes they're gonna they're gonna ask you to do something that you don't want to do, but you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna ask yourself, you're gonna be like, who am I, and who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. Does this align with the person I want to be, and does this align? with who I am. If it doesn't, then maybe you sh you're gonna have to break the rule, yeah. right? Not all rules are meant to be broken, but some are. And just because you break a rule and you feel shitty after the fact, doesn't mean you didn't do the right thing. Because at the moment, you might have lost a job or lost a friend, lost a friend or, and it feels shitty or lost a girlfriend. At the moment, it might feel shitty, but you're just going to have to do it because it's not who you are. It's <clears> not who you want to be. And sometimes you just have to scrape out all the garbage. And that's what it's going to take. You know, as I think if you stay, okay, there's just a certain amount, like a human being should only take so much garbage, right? If it's, if it's, too much garbage, then maybe you should throw it out. Yeah. Right. Like the when we when we let's say we're in we're in we're in our house and we we keep on filling the trash can keep on filling the trash can it's, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Maybe it's time to resist and take that garbage out. Even if that yeah. is something that you don't want to do. Yeah, for sure. Like same <clears> thing <throat> with um with a lot of these people that are coming out right like, uh Tucker Tucker Carl Carlson, um, mm -hmm. Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, all these people were like, and you're seeing like they're coming up and they're getting very popular, right? They're only getting popular because there's there's people that want to change or there's people that want to see there's different. There's demand for it. There's demand for it. If there wasn't demand for it, then those rules would stay the same. For example, like um, Jordan Peterson, he. He kind of stepped away from the teaching field, but now they want to take away his uh, clinical license. To, to, from me looking at it, it doesn't look like he's fighting it too much, but like he, he he's kind of fighting the rules, right? Because the rules say that you should. He's like a he's like a like a what's it called a misogynist, misogynist, whatever, right? But he's breaking the rules because there's there's at the moment, and he says it too. Like he says it like in so many podcasts he's been on with like uh, Joe Rogan. He says like he was depressed. He was severely depressed because like he said he he doesn't like to argue with people like he's he's fairly he's a fair no he's a he's a agree, agreeable person 
mm-hmm. right? Like, he likes to agree with people. But he says that sometimes, sometimes ideas aren't meant to be, meant to be agreed, agreed upon. With. Agreed with. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you're supposed to stand out, and sometimes you're supposed to argue the idea, or sometimes you're supposed to, like, not agree with something that maybe is being pushed upon, upon you, right? This is, why he, this is why he says so much. He's like, um, it's why young men should always have different streams of income. Because if, if you know who you are and you know where you want to go and your boss is telling you you have to put he, she, I mean her, her, what is it? What is it? I don't know what you're talking about. She, she, her, her, she, him, her, they, yeah, yeah. Z, Xander, on, on your attack <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> on, on your thing, on your like, on your email or something. Because no. that's, that's where it came from. Because yeah. Jordan Peterson, he was speaking out because they were making him do that, and he was like, "No, mm. I'm not gonna." I do. Why should optional. I? Huh? I also was optional. No, at no. the time, no, not in a corporate world. Really? I've seen that so mm. much, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, he he was like, he was like, I'm not doing it. And then they this big debate came upon game came, and he was arguing with these like teenagers and stuff <laughs> like that, and and he was having like um. Imagine being a teenager trying to argue with Jordan Peterson. Yeah, bro, it's I mean, destroys it you. He would destroy you. Bro, the videos are just—it's just, insane. Not, not even just—not even just like Jordan Peterson too. Another big one that I know that Ben, teenagers, ben yeah, Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah. he they destroys. To, yeah, they just love to go like <laughs> teenagers. He's destroying them. They made a meme out of it. Honestly, yeah. it's not it even like uh, uh, libtards. It's not even just—it's not even just like. The, the big names. This is like anyone, almost anyone who uses like sound logic for more than five. Bro, young teens argue with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we we have we have a couple of people yeah, that, like, that tend to argue, like uh, someone that we call um, affectionately uh, Greg's daughter. She sometimes oh. has like some debates and stuff like that, and it's like you know what? I don't consider anything. She says and it doesn't mean it doesn't mean like you're not gonna take in, anything into consideration because. Yeah. When you argue with somebody, the whole point of arguing with them is to get their opinion and it's just see if it's like, yeah. if, if it's a smart idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of these ideas are just not smart. Yeah. They're not smart and they're not inclusive at all. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. Yeah, that is very, the, the irony of that is so, is so true because sometimes they, they will push the agenda of being inclusive. But if you don't follow their idea of inclusivity, then you'll end up being ostracized. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 funny. it's all fun and games until... The inclusivity comes to ideas, mm-hmm. right? Because like the ideas, they don't like diverse ideas, right? And that's the whole point of inclusivity, right? You you could this is what they love. They look like inclusivity when everyone looks different, mm. right? They got a black person, Asian person, Hispanic person, white person, uh, Indian person. Until people think different, yeah. Then it's a problem, yeah. Right? Because let's say you have a room filled with like Indians, Hispanics, black people, white people, right? But if they think different, oh, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't obviously, and I don't think, and I don't think like you should break every single rule because that's not what I'm saying. But like, what I what I do think is that sometimes ideas are meant to be challenged, yeah. right? And kind of really like what you said, where you're saying like um, parents should tell their children why they're they're following certain rules mm-hmm. and a set of guidelines. Same thing, like like if there's no conversation, how do you know why this person is thinking this way? Or how are you going to know like why this person is thinking this way? You can't because yeah. because you're not talking to them. You're like shutting they don't know, them they don't all know the out. reason for the rule. Yeah. Yeah. And the only, what I've noticed in personal life and seeing it is that a lot of the times when people don't want to talk to you about a certain idea, it's because 
they don't have enough evidence to back their idea. Mm-hmm. That's just factual, right? Because yeah. like, 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 you might be wrong. And that's the, that's the whole part, point of conversation. It's the, the idea that I might hurt your feeling, but I might, well, you might hurt my feelings and I might hurt your feelings, but we might be better people coming out of this conversation, yeah. right? Now, if you don't have that, then you're just, you're just having people, you're ju- you just have people that are 20, 21, 22, that are stuck in their ways. And before, it was more like, okay, you're 80, 70, you could be stuck in your ways because you're 80, 70, right? You already figured out your way. You already figured out your way. But how do you figure, how do you already know your way when you're 20, 21, 22, 23, 24? You don't know your way. You don't even know what pronoun you want to use. Right, right. And this is why I like to talk to a lot of, this is why I like to talk to a diverse amount of ideas. Point of views. Point of views, ideas. Idealists. Idealists. Because I'm like, okay, you're seeing it this way, but like you're not seeing it this way. Like it gives you a broader uh, view of how people are thinking or what other people are thinking or what socialists are thinking, cap- uh, commun- communists are thinking. Like you kind of see that come together. You know, actually, I was a big, com- like, not communist, but like, I like, I like, he was a lot like of- yo, Hitler, that's my guy. <laughs> he was not communist. Well, not really. Stalin. Yeah. Stalin. Stalin. That's my dog. That's my boy. Yo, Mussolini, bro. Mussolini. He had some thoughts, bro. He had some thoughts, man. No, but like I, I liked a lot of those ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Until I started talking to people that are like heavy on communism. And then you're like, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> like it's just a terrible idea. I think there's some ideas that are, are good, like um, housing for people that don't have enough money. I think that's in, that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, Food stamps for people that ha- don't have enough money to feed themselves. I think that's a- another good idea. Um, I just don't. I just don't like how they do it. Mm-hmm. So like they give you food stamps for all your life, right? They give you Section Eight for all your life, right? Instead of it being like a construction, a, a constructive program, mm-hmm. where you, where you're here I gave for you this house. Now you have to work for it, kind of thing. N- not so much that. It's more like um. I give you this house for a certain period of time where you can get an education, uh, work a part-time job, like just work for food or whatever. Uh, work a part-time job, go to school, get your degree, and after you get your degree, then you can spring out and then find your own. The way. point, the point of the food stamps would be to get you off the food stamps. Exactly. Yeah. Not so you could stay on it. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense, right? Because we we have so much a big percentage, and most of them being minorities, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a big percentage of this population where where they're they're just living constantly on food stamps or constantly on on section eight and you don't want that right you want you want a society that's constructing not deconstructing yeah you know what I'm saying you want you want a society that like a lot of the people that that are in it want to be engineers or um computer scientists or uh doctors or they lawyers want to do something yes you want a society that's gonna construct you know you want a, a society that's gonna build the next the next um rocket rocket or the next uh new car that that works on water or, <clears throat> they would probably die right but like yeah. <laughs> get eliminated or like whatever you know what i'm saying like yeah. something like that you want to you want to have a society that's constructing and and mm-hmm. building upon itself and inventing and things like that and i don't see that in the united states well i think the reason for that is because once they once they get into section eight and then food stamps they're like oh wow i get this for free i don't even have to work for it because mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken um i know people who have been on food stamps it's like once they start making a certain amount of money from their jobs they cut them off now there is something to be said with 
if that is, if if that's okay sometimes because they may be making a certain amount of money, but because bills are so high, you know that kind of thing. But they do take that off, and so when people re- when people hear, oh, if I make a certain amount of money, I'll get cut off. Well, let me just not let me just not make that much money, and then I get to stay in this house. Yeah, it's shitty, but it's a house. It's a free house. Um, it's uh, everything's paid for. So what incentive do I really have to you know go out and actually work for it? Meanwhile, the I think the the proper mentality to have is like, hey, you have a free house. You don't gotta pay rent, or if you do, it's like relatively cheap or whatever. Economize, save that money, build up. You know, put invest all that money that you're making into building a better house, because that's or into buying a better house, because that's what um, a lot of immigrants do. Um, they they go to like a low income place. They they power through the shitty situation. They economize. They save their money, and then boom. They're living in a better house. That that I, I have a lot of like family friends who have done that. They came to the country, didn't know English. They lived in like a shitty place, learned the language, get, got their money built. Maybe like five, ten years later, now they're living in like a you know townhouse that's really nice, like five bedrooms, such and such. And I I think that that's really where you got to be. It's all about the mentality, and I think you know that's how it goes. And what I mean by break rules is not necessarily law, right? There's rules and cultures. Yeah, yeah well. I was just about to ask if you think that, because um, at least nowadays most of the like laws in the in the at least the country are like you know they're like fairly simple, like they're not really needing to be broken. They're fairly agreeable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are some unspoken rules, I guess, you can say by society where it's like, oh, we have to be inclusive. That's not a, that's not a law. But you know, we kind of had to be inclusive, but we have to accept it. this. Have to kind of do that. And so I was wondering if you think that breaking those unspoken rules, if that's like kind of a thing with morality. I feel like it's the same concept. I think you should love everyone. Yeah. Not love them, but... No, you can love everyone, but you don't necessarily have to like them. Exactly. I think you could love everyone, right? But, but I think if they're asking, they're asking, they're imposing on you. They're, they're not asking, they're demanding. They're demanding. I think if they're demanding, then it's, it's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Because then you're like, okay, like, am I going to have a say in this? Yeah, no, I don't want to. Right. It's like when you're doing the dishes, and then your mom is like, yo, do the dishes. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Right, right. Like, or or like when, when, like, I'm washing the dishes, and my mom's like, clean it well. I'm like, you clean it. Now I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Now I just (laughs) like, yeah. (laughs) Like, like, like that. Like, if you tell me to do something, I don't want to do it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I don't even want to think about the the issue anymore I just thought I'm just thinking okay you told me to do this mm-hmm. you know I'm not yeah. even thinking whether it's a good idea or not or should I do it or not at that point I'm just like I don't want to do this anymore because you told me to do it yeah. and I think there is like there's a way to, to to ask someone to do something there is a way to you know ask people to be more inclusive like hey you know there's this like like let's take the example for Pride Month like hey you know we're having a Pride Month thing um, would you like to participate that kind of stuff if you leave it like as an option but like oh you ask very politely you know what maybe I'll say yes you know what or maybe no. I'll say no <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe yeah, you'll say yeah, no yeah, yeah. but if they're if they're like oh you say no okay that's fine like, we'll, we'll just continue on but it's when but nowadays they're like okay now they they'll be like you. oh you're you're, you're, you're oh you want to homophobic oh so you're homophobic it's like whoa oh right. you're not gay that means you must hate them yeah <laughs> that is true you don't like um you don't have pronouns in your bio <laughs> transphobic yeah 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 like that's that's my issue. That's my biggest. You don't issue. listen to Harry Styles. <laughs> You're fat. Oh my god. 
You haven't bro. kissed every guy in this office? No, bro. Those, those one those one those one that was like um if you think two plus two equals four, you're homophobic, transphobic, yeah. and racist and misogynist. Jesus I'm like, like, bro, two plus two is four though. Bro, every engineer, every mathematician. <laughs> Every s- physicist, every, every human who's passed a math class, yeah. <laughs> is now contributing to. Yes. No, but like, yeah, like if if someone tells me to do something, I don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me almost like, <clears throat> like I want to yeah, punch it, you. Yeah, it, it makes you like, kind of, just angry. It it, it creates conflict it cre- when you try to impose such ideas that are like against the norm in general. It does create conflict, and that that goes both ways. Because, like, let's say the norm now is to be somewhat inclusive or whatnot. Why are you like this? Why are you like this? No, but I'd say, like, the norm now is to, is to be inclusive and stuff like that. It's to, you know, be all this kind of stuff. But when you're saying, hey, I don't agree with this kind of thing. You're disgusting. Okay. I can't, I can't wait till we have cameras. Bro, bro, it's going to be great. But now, they say you have to, you know, be like this, be like that, be like this. Yeah. And then you have people like Jordan Peterson like, hey. What if you didn't? What if you just didn't? Because when you really listen to like what the, the, the Jordan Petersons of the world or the Andrew Tates of the world are saying, outside of the, you know, out, outlandish thing that they say that may be for views or yeah. whatnot. Outside of like the, the pull factor they have with them. Yeah, they're saying nothing that's like 20 years ago like was like kind of like common sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was like, hey. I forgot what podcast person said this, but they were looking at like every, they like bullet listed everything that like uh, Andrew Tate has ever said, right? Like every like. Read it to women. No, every main topic that he said, right? And they're like, okay. Now, here's how he does it. Here's why he does it, right? First, he says this thing, and it's, like, wildly outlandish, right? But it's based in truth. So, it'll be, like, women women shouldn't cheat on men, but men are allowed to cheat on women. Something like that, right? And then, wildly outlandish, but it's based in some form of truth that he will later talk about. And then, they'll see, like, the three-second clip, the, the five-second clip of just him saying, women cannot cheat on men, men can cheat on women, Right? And that that double standard that he has said first. And then they will be like, oh, I don't like him. I don't care about anything else he has to say, right? And then they'll see, like, he'll just keep spewing out stuff like that. And then eventually, he'll say something that everyone agrees with, right? Like, something like, women should be treasured. Women should be respected, right? You should should do X, Y, or Z to provide for your woman, right? And then they'll be like, I believe that. That is true. And then after that, they'll go back to what he said before, and then they'll start seeing the truths in what he said previously, or at least the basis of truth that he is stemming from. Yeah, right? it, it seems like he's 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 very smart in the way yeah. he. And then when you do that, once, once you once you once you've done that, you've gone down the rabbit hole and far enough to where now you're looking at everything that he's doing, and the media, the algorithm is like shoving his clips at you. And you know what's crazy? He says stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'll just be reading like a random article or something like that. Yeah, I'll be like, oh my gosh. He said that. He said that. And I don't think he fully understand. I don't think he reads like these articles. I don't think he's reading the statistics on things. 
Yeah. I think he's just saying it. But I'm like, wow. Like, he said It's that. almost like he's, like, broken out of the Matrix or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, to, to be at that level of even where Andrew Tate is, you can't be a complete idiot. You can't, yeah, you can't be... No, I, th- I think he's a, he, no. He might be a genius, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. But but I don't think he fully grasps the quantity of geniusness. That he yeah, has. I don't think he's like mm-hmm. out here reading statistics. Yeah, that's true. But I do think he's like he okay, knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he knows the dynamic. Yeah, you know he knows the dynamic between rich and poor because he's been in both. Yeah. I and he knows the dynamic him. between men and women because obviously he's been both. He's, he's, been, <laughs> yeah. he's been a woman and he's been a man. Mm. No, but like that's what I mean. Like a lot of people want to be someone, right? Yeah. But they don't understand. Like sometimes you have to like break Step some, on some rules. Toes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean break that. I, I wanted to piggyback uh, on that topic that you were talking about earlier about how you have to know who you are and you have to know who you want to become, right? So I remember, I want to say this was like 2011. I was watching this movie. It was the Muppet movie, right? <laughs> what a great movie. And bro, you oh know, my God. that movie I know, changed my life. Man. I know exactly which part you're talking that about. That movie too. changed my life. So it, for those of you who haven't watched the Muppet movie, it was a pretty good movie. It was a movie about this guy and he had a brother or like a best friend. I'm pretty sure it was like his brother or something. And the guy was a human and his best friend was literally a Muppet. But they were both treated as humans, right? And so they go to they go to school together and everything. They do everything together. They're like they're inseparable. And then eventually the Muppets come to town and and the the, the little brother, which is the Muppet, wanted to go see him because he's like, yo, I want to see them. They're cool and stuff. They go and then like this the adult is like in a relationship with his girlfriend, about to become a wife and things. And he has like this whole dynamic going on. And they're just like budding heads throughout this entire time. And then it comes to like this the climax of the movie. Where the song the, the song starts playing, and then they're trying to figure out if they're a man or they're or if they're a muppet, right? And so it's like it's pretty much exactly what you were saying, where they like they solved their life before, and they're like, okay, now I'm at a crossroads. Am I am I a man? Do I pers- do I pursue the love of my life and distance myself from my from my the person I grew up my entire life with to be with this woman that I love and that I care for and things like that. Or do I submit and be like him? Am I a man or am I a Muppet? You know? Am I so, a man? Yeah. <laughs> or am I a Muppet? Am I a Muppet? If I'm a man, that makes me a Muppet of a man. A Muppet of a man. Bro, that song was really good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro I'm going to watch that movie. I'm going to watch that movie again. You guys are dumb. It was a good movie. Yo, that movie was so good. No, it, it was a good movie. For a Muppet movie? Yeah, it, for a yeah. movie about the Muppets... It was really good. I actually like um, movies like that. That they appear at face value. They're like, oh, that's probably yeah, like a kid movie. It's simple and comical. And then, yeah. But, but then there's like, like some real thought-provoking ideas that yeah. stem from them. So I, I like those kind of things. So I'm reading Jordan Peterson's new book, right? His, yeah. his book is uh, 12 More Rules for Life. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, our past selves, so he's saying, like, our ancestors, he's saying that they're not too different from us. That um, he said that they would tell stories to each other, and they would tell stories to each other, tell stories to each other, st- tell stories to each other, because they had value, right? But he would say like same thing with the Muppets thing you guys are talking about right now. He said they have value. They he said that um, they have value because because people can go through life with the ideas that were taught in those stories. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like yeah. people people tell each other stories because they they knew that the only way people would grasp those stories is if they were told in story form and if they were interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember this, but like I 
I'm pretty sure, like, for first grade or, like, when you're first doing, like, book reports and stuff like that, some, sometimes they would ask you, what's the moral of the story? And I think nowadays, I don't think <clears throat> I've ever heard that question in a while. Like, what was the moral that of the so story? True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's true, too, but, like... Yeah, but I understand, I understand your concept, yeah. Or, like, what was the moral of, like, like uh, yeah, people I even, don't ask, I even used like, to have people that ask me about the movie, like, oh, what was the moral of the movie? Yeah. I've like, never heard that. I haven't heard that in a while, and I yeah, think... I haven't heard that. I think that's something that's very lost, because you're saying, like, our ancestors would tell stories, and I, my first thought was, like, the ancient Greeks and the Greek myths that they would say. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, Poseidon, Zeus, and so like that, like, they may not have been real. Real, but they're but merit in those stories. Are still, yeah, yeah. Stories of being brave. Or but every story so, had a moral. So yeah. I would, I would, I'm going to tell you this one. Back dur- during um, slavery in the United States, what they used a lot was the story of Moses yeah. to try to, you know, because there, there's a story in, in, in the Exodus where he's like, I'll set my people free. And I believe there's, um, I do not remember exactly, but there's like a, a civil rights leader that was using that a lot, right? Because he was, he was connecting those stories to what was happening. Yeah, because right. in the story of the Exodus, the uh, Israelites were enslaved by the Egyptians, and so God called upon Moses to help him to liberate them and let his yeah. people go. Right. Th- that's, where, that's where that goes, right? And also this goes back into the rule thing, right? Where like human beings for as long as time so as long as history has been written we were we were made to break rules right we were made to break rules because some rules weren't weren't being nice to some people and some rules were just flat out stupid yeah right so i think we're meant to break rules and and i think if we're to be better human beings we were we would have to break some rules and we would have to you know rules that are written and rules that are not written mm-hmm. you know but i don't know i think that's kind of like one of the key points of like evolution as a person evolving as as people as a as a community as a country it's like we recognize that certain things that we certain rules that we uh, applied in the past may not work so much now like one thing could be like oh make sure to tie your horse at every doorpost when you get off now we don't have horses anymore so boom we're gonna get rid of that now we have cars and stuff like that now we have like le- like proper rules for the road and who knows in the future if when we implement implement potentially like now you have to tie your electric car to the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah or maybe if we have or if we have flying cars you know the rule the rules of the road will change they will evolve and i think that true progress involves like the evolution of those rules like certain rules become obsolete and so we need to replace them but i none of that is really possible unless like people start to challenge and like try to mm-hmm. push the envelope obviously in like you know a proper maybe maybe an ethical way maybe a way that's not too violent but if it has to be violent but the the, the rule goes back the rule goes both ways right yeah like you can break the rules mm-hmm. you can break the rules in order to make no rules or yeah. you can break the rules to keep a rule mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like it doesn't only go one way yeah. Because like if you were to only go in one way and to and breaking 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 rules, then you would have a failed state like Haiti. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but it is a failed yeah. state. Yeah, 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 I'm not yeah, saying yeah, nothing yeah, that's yeah. not true. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, again, when I was when I was younger, uh, this police officer, which is strange for a police officer to tell a child this, he told me the reason why or. He told me how to properly break a rule, and it's where so every rule mm-hmm. obviously has a consequence tied to the rule, mm-hmm. right? So like let's say uh, uh, parking in a handicapped spot, there's a fine, and you might get your car towed, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. So the reason to break a rule is if the consequence justifies the means, basically. Mm-hmm. 
right? <laughs> so if is parking in this space worth the five hundred dollar fine that you'll get if you if you if the cop sees you and tows your car and things like that? If no, don't do it. If yes, break it. At the end of the day, that's kind of what it boils down to. Does does what you believe justify the consequence you'll receive upon breaking the rule? And sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. So like. I was listening to the to the podcast, not the podcast, but the interview with Tucker Carlson and, and Andrew Tate. Yeah, and he was he went to jail. He went to jail, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's like the biggest thing now. Is he has like eighty million views, and it was only like yeah. a week yeah. ago. Yeah. Right. So like, I, I was listening to it, and he was like, um, "How was it?" In, Tucker Carlson asked him, "Like, how was it in jail?" Right. He said, "I think it's okay when you kind of make peace with the fact that you did something wrong and you go to jail." Mm-hmm. Right. So he he uh, Andrew Tate would say that sometimes I would talk to people that murdered somebody, and they would be like, "Okay, I, I did tw- I'm doing like thirty years, but rightly so sense. because so I killed right. someone." Yeah. But he's like, "I think jail is worse when you know you didn't do anything wrong, but you still get penalized for it." Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Like um, like if you're trying to fight for something that you believe in and and you f- you think it's right and you you think it's not harming anybody, but defending the rights of the people that that um feel like they're they're not being heard or protected then um i think the jail sentence is just significantly worse right because at that point they're not putting you in jail to penalize you they're putting you in jail to shut up shut you up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but yeah yeah um any final thoughts from you guys about when it's okay to break the rules at the end of the day like i like i just said a while ago if the if the consequence for breaking the rules justifies your internal uh what your internals are actually telling you then go for it but at the end of the day it's the reason the rule is in place that you should be listening to more than the rule itself and i'd say that that you say that it's surprising that a police officer would say that i think that's actually pretty decent advice yeah because that means that the police officer took their time out of their way to sit you down or you know just talk to you and be like hey it's called breaking the rules. Well, I mean, probably. <laughs> I, I assume you're, you know. Yeah, I was at a park at yeah. night, and I was, to be, I, was, I was at a park at night, and I was supposed to be. He was like, "Yo, why are you do? What are you doing here?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm just chilling." But I mean, I think it is good advice for a police officers to give that because it's like, oh, that that shows that they have some humanity and they recognize that hey, people are gonna break the rules, but let's make sure that you understand it's, wor- it's worth yeah. it. Right, it's worth it. That kind of. But um, yeah. Let, let us know in the comments down below when do you think it's okay to break the rules and, uh, let me know in the comments do you think it's okay to break the rules if I tell you to break it <laughs> <laughs> and uh, post comments down below let us, know, let us know what you guys thought and we'll see you guys next week